You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 55. I'm your host, master weight loss coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I'm here to coach you and teach you how to end your emotional eating, how to bust through those urges to binge, and how to leave all your overeating habits where they belong in the past. If you just found me, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Today we're going to talk about buffets and how to eat at a buffet when you're trying to lose weight. So get comfy and get ready to be coached. We're going to dive in. When we think about buffets, usually fear comes up. How am I going to be able to manage how and what and how much I eat at a buffet? So here's what I'm going to work with you about today in today's coaching session. When you're trying to lose weight, why is it that buffets scare us? Why is it that we would rather have a lot of structure? And what is it about the structure that we lean towards and makes us fear not having the structure in a buffet eating situation? I'm going to tell you why it's not true that you must have outside structure in how you eat. And I'm going to teach you a new way to look at a situation like a buffet and what the truth is about buffets in relation to you and your eating and your weight. And then I'm going to give you a step-by-step plan on how to do a buffet and not give up all your goals and what you're trying to do. So here we go. When you are trying to lose weight, it is typical for you and everybody else to want to have things structured. That's why diet books for many, many years have been the bestsellers of all books published. How to eat. Tell me exactly what to eat, when to eat, and how much to eat. We want the decisions to be made for us because we tell ourselves that that is the only way that we will feel safe. Now, why does structure make you feel safe? Or why do you think it makes you feel safe? When you have structure, that's something that's decided maybe by somebody else or by you ahead of time, then you have less choices that you have to deal with. You have less decisions to make. And you tell yourself that it's easier to stay on track. Now, I'm going to show you where that does not have to be true, but that's what you tell yourself. So you think that if there's a lot of food for me to choose from, I won't be able to be strong. I won't be able to stick to my promises to myself. But you also tell yourself, if everything is controlled and I know what's in front of me and I know what my options to eat are, then I'm able to be strong. So this is where you have to step back and see that, or begin to see, that it's not the choices of what you will eat that make you feel confident about being able to control yourself. It's not the choices. It's not what's in front of you. And here's why. What's in front of you at a buffet or a party or a dinner table or at a friend's house or even in your own home, that is simply a fact. This food is here. When you're at a buffet, it's a lot of food, but it's still just food. That circumstance, being at a buffet, is neutral. It's just a fact. The meal itself is neutral. It doesn't matter what it's composed of. It doesn't matter if it's chicken 
or ribs or burgers and fries or seafood and salad. It doesn't matter if you consider the food healthy or unhealthy. The food being there in front of you is simply neutral. But it's what you say to yourself about the food, and especially about the food at a buffet, where yes, it is in large quantities. It's what you say to yourself about that food that makes it hard or easy to stop. So if you go to a buffet and you, your thought is, I can eat as much as I want, that thought is going to make you feel hopeless or helpless in terms of sticking to your plan, whatever your plan is. So it's not the buffet that makes you cave and give in and go back three or four or five times. It's what you're telling yourself. Now, the truth is, it's not that you can eat as much as you want. The truth is that they can offer as much as they want, and you still always get to decide how much you eat. It's an internal decision. So if we look at the buffet as a neutral event, it's just the way it is. This is just how much food is there and it's where you chose to be in that moment, or maybe it wasn't your eating choice, but that's where you ended up. Then you need to dig into your thoughts, hopefully before you go to the buffet, because if your thoughts are, oh my gosh, I'm never going to be able to stop, you will create an emotion, a feeling of being resigned. When you are resigned, you give up all hope of sticking to any plan that you had, and you will eat as much as your stomach will hold. If your thought is, "Uh uh-oh, I'm going to be out of control, you're creating a feeling of hopelessness. When you feel hopeless, who cares about sticking to whatever plan you were on? You're going to go for it in the moment, because what's the point? And if your thought is, oh, I'll just start my plan tomorrow, then you're going to feel more comfortable because you're telling yourself that you're no longer on a plan and you're giving yourself free reign. You're giving yourself permission to go ahead and dig in and eat as much as you want whenever and stop whenever you want to, which is usually going to be way beyond full. So here's the deal about the buffet. A buffet simply means many food choices. And if we're going to be really black and white, and talk about something that everybody would agree on, it's really just food on a table, food on a long table. We can't say it's a lot or a little because it's subjective. Everybody might not agree on that. If you are watching what you eat, and if you are watching how much you eat, and you're trying to be true to the signals that you get from your stomach about whether there's room or not, then you know that eating even at a buffet, is always an internal decision, no matter what's available, no matter if it is your absolute favorite foods in the world. It's just like an internal thermostat. You always decide your hunger and your fullness and what you eat. But it's the way that you think about the buffet that makes you feel like you're stuck, you're trapped, you have no choice but to overeat a lot. So let's talk about some new ways to look at a buffet. And if you never go to a buffet, then I want you to just also substitute going to a friend's house where the menu is decided by somebody else or going to any restaurant. A buffet is just food. It has multiple selections of food. This is like a restaurant where you get a menu, a written menu that has multiple selections of food. 
The only difference is that at a buffet, they're all physically there, visible, and you can see them and smell them and look at them in person. And in a restaurant, all those multiple selections are written down. So you have to use your imagination and think about whether you would like something, how was it the last time you ate it, whether it would satisfy the hunger that you feel right now, would you enjoy it, does this restaurant have a good reputation for making that dish? All these factors would go into play when you're reading the menu. You're making a choice. You're still making the choice based on your internal signals of hunger and fullness. When you're there in person at a buffet, everything on the menu for that night or that day is there in front of you. So you're making the decision with the food present. But this is no different than you reading about the food. So don't let yourself go over the edge thinking that just because it's there, it's too hard to resist and you have no choice. You always have the same choice that you have in a reading a menu, a written menu, because think about it, in a restaurant, how often do you go in and order four entrees, two sides and three salads, just because you want to taste everything? We, most of us, do not do that. Not only would it be cost prohibitive, but it's just not something we would think of doing. We're hungry, hopefully. We order what we think we want and what would taste good and satisfy us. And that's it. We don't get a whole bunch of selections. Unless you're on a cruise ship, which I know kind of encourages you to order whatever you want, which is like a buffet on water. So here you are in the restaurant, at a buffet, or at another eating occasion, and when you see all that food, I want you to remind yourself that this is no different than the written menu that you always see and you always order just what your body needs. So first, I want you to look at the buffet and look for your food. What is the kind of food that you feel good giving yourself, that you know your body responds well to, that you know does not create insane cravings for you to have more, more, more. So look for your food. Don't just look at what they offer. Look for what you want and assess your hunger. Go to the hunger scale. I want you to be able to put a number on your hunger and not just choose something because you're there or because somebody's treating you or because you paid for it or because it looks good. No matter what it is, if you are not hungry, you have no business eating it. It's extra that your body is not ready for yet. And you know that we've talked before about this, but I'm going to remind you that you want to kind of play with your hunger a little bit when you know you're going out or you know you're going to be at someone's home or you know that you're cooking a big dinner. You can look ahead and then work backwards during your day to eat certain foods in certain amounts so that you know by the time you sit down for the meal you're looking forward to, you're actually hungry. So you're at the buffet, you're looking for your food, you're assessing your hunger, and then you're choosing what you normally would eat. Now, if there are different types of food there, of course, you can treat yourself to different things than you normally eat, but you still only have a certain amount of room in your body. And you still want to honor your body, number one, no matter what. This is not a mind decision. Eating is always a body decision. And when you fill your plate, 
aside from maybe having salad on one trip or appetizer and then a main course, there is no reason to go back three, four, five times. You would never order three, four, five dishes from a written menu. And that's how I want you to treat this here, just like a written menu. So you don't go back multiple times. Just because it's available, you still only have so much space to fill up. So I want you to treat the buffet more like an opportunity for an enjoyable meal with foods that look and smell good and you want to enjoy the foods, but when you eat past your natural fullness, your enjoyment goes down. So the more that you cram in your body, the less you taste, the less you enjoy. Hitting the sweet spot of just the right amount of food is your goal. So check in before and think about the fact that this is simply a written menu and you have only so much space. Now, here's what I want you to think about going forward. There are many opportunities for you to practice what we're talking about. Could be a buffet. It could be a dinner with colleagues where the menu is pre-planned and you have no decision to make. It could be at a friend's house. It could be a holiday Whatever it is, you're going to go into it assessing your own body, assessing your hunger. You're going to look at what's available and decide with your higher brain what you want and what would be in your best interest. And you're going to take a portion, sit down and savor it, enjoy it thoroughly, pay attention to it. Don't zone out. Just because there's more available to you doesn't mean it has anything to do with you or what you need. When you're done, you're done. Mentally for you, the kitchen is closed, even if the buffet is still open. So look for the next opportunity you have to practice. Think about it beforehand. Decide the steps you're going to take going into it and write to me and let me know how you do. That's it for this subject for today. And if you're new here, don't forget to stop by the show notes to grab a copy of my free downloadable book. It's in Amazon, but for you, you can download it. It's called Clearing Your Path to Permanent Weight Loss. This book has a lot of great worksheets in it and lessons, and it will help you figure out what went wrong for you in the past when you try to solve your eating and weight issues so you don't keep repeating the same mistakes. We know how bad that feels. I also want to say that if you've ever wondered about private coaching, I do occasionally have an opening for a new client. So if you're curious, again, go to the show notes because it will tell you how to get in touch with me. And of course, if you're drawn to the idea of a supportive group coaching situation, a setting where you get teaching and coaching and accountability and support, please be sure to check out the Freedom Group, which also has a link in the show notes. I hope to see you back here next week where we will continue to work on your emotional eating and your binge eating step by step until they both become something that you used to do. We both know that is your ultimate goal. So for now, this is your Coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, please keep it real just like you. And I will see you next week.